What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh, psalmsandservice.com the holler, slash the holler program and she also has a Facebook page you guys I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description you can go check her out Clarice if you're listening to this podcast today thank you for everything that you're doing in your community you are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing and I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice thank you so much for serving our community in this way Good morning, friends. By the time you hear this episode, it will be March 9th. You guys, I'm so excited. Spring is on the way. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm even saying that. Man, 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 that's awesome. Um, You guys, thank you for subscribing to the podcast. I'm so excited. I finally reached a thousand downloads. That was pretty, pretty cool milestone for me, you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sponsoring. I have a couple sponsors on the podcast pretty excited about that one's grandma love you so much grandma the other one I will be sharing with you guys pretty soon um she's got an amazing program that she has created for children who experience bullying so you guys I'm gonna be giving my girl a shout out on that you guys be listening for that if you live in her area um you know maybe that's something that you if your child experiences bullying and you are looking for a resource um if you live in the area Don't worry, you guys. I'm going to be having details for that on the podcast. I will be sharing that with you guys sooner than later. I plan on making the ad for that at the end of this week because I I feel like it's important what she's doing, the value that she's adding to the society through the program that she's created with the bullying and reaching out in the schools. Um, You know, I think it would be amazing if the family can start to be aware of that as well as, you know, sort of working on the community aspect of it because the community can reinforce the values that the family is putting in the home, right? And so, and... You know, if she's going to do all this work as far as investing in our children, if we can be aware of the tools that she's using and begin to implement it in the home, we can see some really amazing transformations. So you guys be looking forward forward to that. Um, I'll be sharing with you guys um, about that coming up pretty soon on the podcast. But anyway, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for the sponsorships. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. You guys, I'm just trying to share with you the value that God has poured in me and give it to you because you guys, I want you guys to know your own worth and value you have in Christ. No one ever taught me these things I'm sharing with you. I was a Christian for almost 10 years. I was burdened. I was stressed. I felt like I had no purpose. I thought for like deep down, I almost felt like I was in this communist country. I'm not even going to lie, you guys. I've shared with you in the podcast before. You know, I saw, I knew God was a God of freedom because he said he was, but I wasn't living that and experiencing that. I wasn't experiencing the grace of God and 
and really the liberty that he's come to give. Like I, I knew, I heard of liberty, I heard of liberty, but I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't experiencing it. I didn't have peace. I didn't have joy. I didn't, I wasn't on fire for, for my life as far as knowing my, being confident and knowing who I am and what God's given to me. And now I've reached that place and I'm like, Lord, I didn't even know this was possible. And I told the Lord probably like three years ago, as he started showing these things to me, as I, you know, I, I shared with you guys, I don't know if you guys have been checking out Food for Thought Friday. I've been doing live video on there for the last couple years. I've been trying to go live on my page for like the last two or three weeks. And Facebook is not, they're not cooperating for some reason. It's really weird. I've never had this problem before, but whatever. So if Facebook isn't going to cooperate, I'll just continue to go live on my face on my YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement on Fridays. Um, but anyway, you guys, I did, I shared with you guys about kind of the, the struggle I've had with worrying about what people thought about me and walking you through, beginning to walk you through that process. And I realized there's a lot of Christians out there who still struggle with worrying about what other people think, you know, especially the Christian community. You guys, I was a slave to the Christian community. Okay. I wanted my worth or my witness in Christ to be validated by people outside of me. I did. You know, I was looking for acceptance, looking for love in all the wrong places. I totally did that, you guys. And, you know, I feel like every single Christian needs to go through this process. I think you've realized that you're in slavery. You're in Egypt, okay? You realize the bondage that you're in, kind of like the Israelites did, right? Um, they were like, wow, okay, we have everything we need, but, you know, like you're surviving, right? You know when you're just surviving, you got a roof over your head, you've got, you've got stuff, but... You're like, wow, why do I feel like a slave? Why do I feel like other people are in control of me? Right? Why am I like at the whims of everything else outside of me? And I feel like I have no freedom to, to make my own choices. You guys, I lived like that. I lived like that as a Christian for such a long time. And so once I, once I started really tapping into those struggles I was having, instead of trying to just look for uh, a tip or a trick, like, okay, how do I get through this? I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to look at myself and start to really take this apart. Lord, why do I care so much about what people think? And then that's when, you know, realizing internally, internalizing man's judgments. Okay. How did I do that? And I, I shared with you guys on that video that I did on, on the YouTube channel. I can't remember what date it would be. Let me go back. Cause as you guys know, this podcast too is two weeks in advance. Okay. So it would have been February 21st. You guys go to my YouTube channel, daily encouragement. Find that video on there. Oh, that's what I was talking about. What do we need from God in order to obey God? So you guys, I just want to share with you these things because I know what it's like to live as a Christian who is a complete slave, even though I say I'm in Christ, no purpose, not looking forward to anything, not doing anything with my life really like, okay, surviving, taking care of my kids, doing those things. But you guys, I'm talking about bigger things than that. I'm talking about, you know, those, those deep things in your heart, those dreams that you have. Um, You guys, I decided that I was like, Lord, I don't want to have, if you've given me a deposit, right? If you have the Holy Spirit, if you have his grace, God has put a deposit on you. Okay. You know, you read that parable of the servants and the talents. There was one that buried theirs, right? Their view of the master. We're not going to get into that, you guys, right now. I I will probably do another podcast on this stuff. Probably once the the life coaching series stuff is done, we'll, we'll tap into more of these ideas, you guys, but... I was sitting on my porch and I was like, you know, Lord, I don't want to be that servant that's in fear. And and I want you to have a return on my life. What have you given to me that I can invest? You guys ask God the question. He, he doesn't show favoritism. If you believe God shows favoritism, then that is something that you got to work out with him. Why do you believe that? 
Right? Y'all, y'all, y'all love her. Look at other Christians and get all envious and compare yourselves. Seriously, why are you doing that? Every part has a different function. Know your own worth. You guys, I'm trying to, I'm trying the best I can. And here's the thing. I can speak to you until I'm blue in the face. I can give you every perspective. I can tell you what shame is. I can tell you what condemnation is. But until you have enough courage to look inside yourself and see where these things are wreaking havoc in your life, you're going to stay the same and nothing will ever change. And then what are you going to do on judgment day? Are, are you, what are you going to tell God? I didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? God says, you, you, my people die for lack of knowledge. Unfortunately, y'all live in the information age. You have no excuse. Now, look, I know other people could say, well, what about people in other countries? You know, they don't have all these opportunities. Well, you know what I believe? I believe God's going to show them a different measure of grace than he would to us who are living in the United States. Seriously, it's going to look a little different. God's grace is various, okay? So give God space to be God in that way. But quit making excuses. Look at this. Look at the context of your own life. We can't, we can't keep looking on the outside of us, making all these excuses of why we're not doing things. That's that. That's never going to serve you, you guys. So anyway, let's jump into the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about being externally or internally referenced. I'm going to do my best to articulate that to you guys because you have to understand how you view life. What lens are you viewing your life through, right? Are you looking at the outside and blaming circumstances, letting other people contribute to who you are, blaming other people? This always happens, right? You're sort of letting the circumstances control your well-being, right? That's being externally referenced, looking at, at everything outside of you. You know, oh, it's, the, you know, the, you're, the, you know, the victim mentality. This happened, therefore, then things will never change. Your past equals your future, you know, type of stuff. Or you can be internally referenced, where you recognize as a Christian that you have the Holy Spirit in you, that he says he can give you peace that surpasses understanding, that he says greater is me who greater is he who is in you than he than he who is in the world right you know the power of christ is in you is greater than the powers outside of you right he's you know that he's given you the authority to rule and subdue your life because that's the function that you have every man and woman is their own adam and eve god created you to reign it talks about that in the bible you reign now and you reign when you're gone when we die but you start now what the heck? I thought Jesus already died and resurrected, right? So you guys, when are you going to start living like your life has been resurrected and God's grace is actually going to make an impact? When are we going to be like Paul in the way when he goes, you know, I did these things, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, you know, was to, was uh, without effect. Basically, he's saying my grace, God's grace has had a massive impact on my life. I can recognize where I was who I was, how I was being, right? And I'm sure Paul even has understanding for himself. You guys can only do what you were taught, right? The empty way of life handed down to you. You can't do any more than that. But then God's grace comes in and things change. Your perspective changes, right? God's grace in you should start impacting the way that you see things outside of you, right? And then... The cool thing is, even when you see things outside of you that want to cause you stress, you can actually go back inside your mind and say, wow, Lord, you know what? How am I perceiving this? Because you say these things, but my mind and the way I'm feeling right now and the way I'm responding to this isn't lining up with the truth of who you are, right? Sometimes your mind will tell you God isn't good when he's always good, especially if you look at the world. What about the people out there that say, oh, God isn't good. We hear that all the time, right? And that's the other thing, you know, 
and I, this is, you guys, this is a lot. I'm no more side conversations after this, but how many times do people blame God for all the evil that they see when God is the one who's given man full responsibility? Did God take Adam off the earth after he sinned or did he not give him practical wisdom and tell him to get his butt back out there and do what he's supposed to do? Why do we blame God so much for all these things that are going on? Why is man so afraid to take responsibility? You know, all the slavery and everything we got going on in the world, you guys, I'm not talking just like literal physical slavery. I'm talking about being a slave to ignorance and, and the results in your life. Blaming God for you not having what you want in your life when he said he's come to give you life and have it abundantly. And God is, you know, he's a good God. If you're not experiencing God as a good God, who's responsible for that? Does God change or do you change? You got to ask yourself the question, y'all. So anyway, let's go ahead and pray. I cannot believe it's already been 11 minutes. I'm just like, wow, Lord, I've been sitting here talking to the phone, talking to you guys for 11 minutes already, and I haven't even completely jumped into this thing. But that's what we're talking about today, being internally, externally referenced. Break that down a little bit. I got a lot of questions for you guys today. So be sure to get a pen and paper out for this episode. Write some of these things down and really get serious about where you're at in life, you guys. So let's go ahead and pray. And we're going to jump into this thing. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that we can become aware of behaviors and patterns and thought processes in our life, within ourselves, that still kill and destroy. Lord, we know when we're feeling burned and stressed. We know when we're in denial. We know when we don't want to deal with things. We know when we're blaming and playing the victim card. Lord, forgive us for that, God. We have your grace now. What, what other excuses do we have? Lord, I pray, God, that we will learn to be more and more internally referenced because of the grace that is in us. But that, that, that's what you say you've come to give to us, Lord. I pray that every single person listening to this podcast will become more and more familiar and begin to internalize it, not just hear it and like, oh yeah, mental ascent, but no, go after it. That they can recognize in their life where they have areas of shame and condemnation and judgment in their life, where they have internalized man judgments instead of yours, which Lord, you don't even judge us right now. We ain't dead. You haven't come to no conclusions of us. Lord, you give us grace in this time. Help us Lord to learn to receive what we need from you instead of making excuses to why we're not living the life you've called us to live. Lord, you've you've blessed so many people back in the day, Lord, David, Abraham, Moses, all these people, even the the children of Israel, they were only in Egypt for such amount of time. And then you you were gonna bring them into the promised land. They were blessed. Lord, you could do that for us too. Lord, forgive us for thinking anything less of you because of our own perceptions and, and ignorance, God, to who you are. Lord, let us not be ignorant to our own selves. So when the enemy comes at us and he comes with all these lies and accusations, we're not ignorant to the schemes of the enemy. We know he always uses things on the surface. Lord, so let us be able to look within and and know the truth of you and the truth of ourselves. We're not perfect. We know that, God. You knew that too. But you, you draw us out of our shame. You give us practical wisdom, God. You equip us for the things you've called us to do. You have a plan for every single human being on this planet. As my older son always reminds us, God, we have a purpose and a destiny. Let us not use the awareness of our sin and our shame as an excuse to not walk in that destiny. Your grace is supposed to cover us. It's supposed to fill in the hole of shame. We're supposed to know how you've redeemed us and be able to articulate that to the rest of the world, how how we are a part of the body. Give us the awareness, Lord, of our part in the body, but let us start with us receiving from you, being vulnerable with you, Lord, knowing what we need from you, receiving it from you, receiving from the resources you'll bring into our life, God, the perspectives, the people, the resources, everything, God. Let us receive that, Lord. So I thank you for 
for this day. I pray you please guide this conversation, Lord. I pray that everyone listening to it can benefit from it, integrate it into their life, begin to get more freedom, break the chains of bondage off inside of them so they can live freely and distribute what you've put inside of them, God, with no regrets, that they can actually live from a state of intention and motive and that it'll be good. It's not under compulsion. It's not under fear. It's not under guilt, shame, judgment, condemnation, but it's really from a heart of love. Lord, you say perfect love, cast out fear. Lord, let us receive your perfect love. If we got fear in our life, God, let us not be afraid to acknowledge before your throne. So Lord, we thank you. We love you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus name. Man, you guys, I can't believe it's already been 14 minutes. I'm like, dang, Ashley, just get witted already. So are you internally or externally referenced? So let's go ahead and just break this down a little bit. I want you guys to ask yourself some questions today because you have to be able to establish how you are looking at your life. Do you look at the circumstances and say, oh, that's just the way it is. Okay. Are you referencing yourself by who you know you are, right? Where you're from and and where you're going to go. Isn't that what Jesus did, you guys? I think it was John, somewhere in the book of John. John chapter eight, nine, somewhere in there. Jesus talks about that. He goes, I know where where I've come from and I know where I'm going. Have you established that truth of yourself yet? Or are you going on your title, your circumstances, performance, and opinions of other people? those things outside of you, right? How do you define yourself? How do you reference yourself? Are you referenced by your character and values within yourself and who the truth of who you know you are, the things you've been through, you've processed that, you know, and maybe you haven't. You guys don't look at your past to like be a victim, but look at it just for the purpose of understanding why you are in the mindset you're in right now. And then ask God how you can reconceptualize those things that have shaped you to get to a new place, right? The only thing that has to change right now is how you're thinking anyway. That's the only thing that's going to change. How else do you think you're going to go from glory to glory? It's not a circumstance, yo. It's a mindset. Why do you think God tells you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind? That's always going to be where he's going to work, y'all. So ask yourself, how are you referencing yourself? How do you look at yourself? Within? Do you define yourself by your character and your values that are within you? Have you established that? Which you guys, we're going to be getting into that in the podcast this week. I'm super excited. Or is it just the outside? What other people say about you, that's who you are. What your circumstances are, that's who you are. Your title, your position, your performance, right? All right, so um, people are all going to go through the same things and come to a different conclusion in life, right? Don't we all have go through the same things? We all live in the same world. We all have to have the same things to survive. We all need a home. We all need cars. We all need money. We all need relationships. We all need uh, something that we're doing that we know is adding value to the world. We all, Come on. Who doesn't want to know that their life made a difference in the lives of somebody else? You guys, I really that is what we're here for, right? We're here to uh, rule and subdue and then show that we all did it to the glory of God, right? God's the one who gave us the wisdom and the knowledge and then we just put our hands to the plow. We are yoked with Christ. God doesn't just do all the work, yo. He gives you the knowledge and the and the wisdom to do the work and you go out and do it. You're yoked. There's two people pulling the cart. The Holy Spirit is the one that's guiding and directing you and you're just doing what, he, what, what you need to be done. He's gonna give you information and then it's your choice whether you're gonna integrate it into your life or not. Anyway, so... Um, how do you define yourself today? Is it sustainable? 
Will you, will you still be the same person when the titles, circumstances, or opinions change? Is who you are greater than the changing seasons of life? So if your life changes, do you change? If the circumstances change, is it woe is me? Right? I don't know. You guys, you gotta, you gotta ask these things. Let's keep going here. Be honest about how you set yourself apart from others. How can you reinforce or acknowledge? Um, hold on, you guys. How can you reinforce or acknowledge what you have done if you're in denial of it? Why would you be in denial of an outcome of your life that doesn't serve you if you really have tasted and seen the Lord is good? Did he not call you while you were still a sinner? You know, and you guys, that's the thing I had to really start taking a risk with. I, I had to start believing either God said that or he didn't in the context of my life and the situations that were weighing me down at the time. You guys got to take this piece by piece. Pick an area in your life right now that you're really struggling in. And then ask yourself the question, is God's grace enough for this? Are, are you defined by that thing? Are you letting yourself be defined by it? Oh, I'm a Christian. I shouldn't be doing this. Since when? When have you ever been, you've been a Christian your whole life? How much do you really know about God? When do you quit growing and developing as a person? You guys ask yourself the question, is this not gonna be a lifelong process? Are you not always gonna have things you're striving to attain, to do? I mean, come on, why not? Everybody always says you only get one life. So is this not just gonna be a process of just evolving as a person? You know, here's something funny. I was thinking about this over the weekend, you guys. You know, for the people out there who are like really hardcore evolution, right? Now, I believe evolution to a point, right? We evolve, you know, the embryo and then it changes and morphs, you know, like the baby inside the mom. But it doesn't change species, right? Because God says the seed of that thing is inside of it. Like, like, a, like a tomato, like strawberry seeds only make strawberries, right? So anyway, I, evolution has a, a, a point, right? It's surface, right? There's truth on the surface, Okay, but I was just thinking about it. The people out there who like really hardcore, you know, evolution, we all started from this and evolved to that species and it evolved to that species and that species. Isn't it so sad that people who think like that, their thinking doesn't evolve to their conclusions that they make on the outside world? You get what I'm saying? People be so fixed on how they see things. They're not evolving as they say the world evolves. It's like, wow, you don't even really believe what you believe, do you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, you guys, see, here I go again with these little side conversations. Okay, so let's keep asking some questions here. Why would you be ashamed to define who you are if you weren't already judging yourself? Why would you, why are you afraid to, to define who you are? Are you judging yourself? What is judgment, you guys? I know I've done a podcast on this. I'm going to go back. I'm going to look right here on my notebook. So whoever's listening to this who does not know what judgment is or doesn't really understand it, in the context, uh, let's go to go to podcast number seven of the Life Co- Coaching Series. It dropped January 29th. Judgment, glory, glory, and judgment. All right. So look for January 29th, episode number seven of the Life Coaching Series. You guys, you know, learn about what judgment is. Are you judging yourself? And how far is that going to get you if you're living in a, a state of judgment? All right. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Okay, are you ashamed of yourself then? <laughs> How can you be ashamed of yourself if there's no shame in Christ? Are you still are you still naked in the garden of afraid, running from God? I thought God already came to take care of all of that. Like, make up your minds. 
you guys, I'm only asking you this question because the Lord has definitely challenged me with this like five, six years ago. You know, like I said, there was big things I was struggling with. There was big prayers I was praying. There was things that were happening. And I was like, Lord, I really need you to help me with this. And one day the day came and I knew that it was the day that God was answering this prayer. And I knew it was because I'm going to tell you right now, when God works in your life, he's going to bring peace like a river. It's going to be a flood. If you ain't got no peace in your life, you really need the Lord, right? So there was a decision that needed to be made. And uh, the day came, I knew what was going on. I knew what I needed to do, but I started to let the outside dictate my uh, decisions again. And I was, and then I went back to confusion mode, right? Just, you know how Eve did when she knew the truth? Cause the serpent even asked her, did God really say, you know, the enemy will always come to you with questions. Number one, did God really say? Now she corrected him and said, yeah, God said this, right? So she knew she wasn't supposed to do that thing. But as soon as the thing, the truth of what she knew, when someone on the outside questioned that, she was like, oh, wait, I've been there, done that, you guys. I was not super secure in what I knew as far as my revelations, you guys. You better get grounded in your in your walk with Christ. So I, uh, I, was, I was in the confusion mode really bad. And I was like, man, Lord, I don't know what to do. So-and-so is saying this. And it was just like, boom, clear as day. Ashley, are you talking to the air? You know what I love about the Lord? He's going to talk to you in the way that you understand and how you kind of, um, how can I say this? The way that you talk to other people, it's really going to, it's going to be like your own self, but then it's going to be a voice of revelation. It's going to be a thought of revelation and freedom and peace. If you could give yourself that all the time, you would, but you can't, right? So God's going to, God's going to speak to you in a way that you're going to, it's going to resonate with you, but it's going to be from a completely different perspective that you're like, wow, I never thought about it like that. Right? So it was like, Ashley, are you talking to the air? You need to make up your mind. You're either praying to me or you're not, Ashley. And I was like, whoa, okay. You better get with it, Ashley. You better make up your mind. Choose to stay who you're going to serve. You're either going to know that you've been sitting here for the last three, four years. You've been pouring out your heart. You've been in massive long suffering. You've been going through all these things, looking for a solution. And you haven't budged because you wanted to make sure that I was leading you out of this thing. And now I'm leading you out of this thing. And you know, the people now are like, oh yeah, questioning you, make up your mind. And I said, you know what, Ashley, it's time to grow up today. You need to grow up and you need to start realizing that God speaks to you just as much as he speaks to everybody else. And isn't that the kind of the same thing that Paul struggled with? You know what I'm saying? When, uh, Paul was like, you know, cause the Corinthian church was like bringing all these super apostles. He goes, what do they have that I haven't received? What do you people have inside of you that you haven't received from the Lord? Right. If you're in Christ, did you not receive a revelation as well? Do you not have a testimony of his grace in your life? Is that not enough for you to convince you that God is in you and it's time to move forward with those things inside of you and stop letting other people judge you? People who don't know you, don't know your story, don't know the things you've experienced that really the only God knows to why you base your life off those things. You guys, come on. Seriously. So, you know, anyway, I'm like, where was I? Dang, Ashley. Okay, are you ashamed of yourself, right? There's no shame in Christ. When are we going to understand that as Christians? All right. So if, if you are struggling with shame, what do you need to combat shame? You guys, I did another podcast on, the, on that too. Go back to, um, what day was it? Hold on, you guys. All the way back in January, we talked about shame. We talked about shame and how it formed in the garden. Go back to January 27th. Uh, 
January 27th and January 28th, I talk about shame in both of those episodes, you guys. Go check it out. I'm amazed, because I talk to a lot of people, y'all. People message me and stuff, and uh, it's amazing how much people struggle with this shame in, in the Christian walk. You want to know why people aren't aware of it? Because no one's talking about it. Is anybody talking about shame in the church? Seriously. Are people talking about shame in your church? No one talked about shame in my church. I didn't even know what shame was. I had no idea. Not even like what, not even before like I came, came to Christ. I, I didn't even know what shame was as a worldly person. I didn't know. My parents never taught me. If my parents never taught me any, any of this because my parents didn't even know how to deal with their emotions. My parents were stuck in addiction. They were drowning their sorrows. They probably felt shame and lived in shame, but they didn't know what it was and they didn't know how I was eating them alive. You know, so my parents just numb themselves. My parents never taught me anything about emotions and the power they have in our life. So if you're stuck in shame, how do you combat it? Listen to the podcast, you guys. I shared with you the episodes on that. Um, and ask yourself, here, let's ask some more questions, you guys. What role does Christ have in building identity? And we're going to be getting into identity this week, you guys, I promise. So you better come back. I'm not going to share right now. But I want you to ask the question from what you understand right now. You got to you got to establish what you believe right now. That's what I, that's all I'm having you guys do. Don't be worried about looking for the right answers. You need to establish the truth of what you believe. So what role does Christ have in building identity for you? What do you believe about identity? And what role does Christ play in that? Like I said, we're going to be talking about identity this week, you guys. I'm excited to share it with you. Um, but I want you guys to take time to establish yourself right now. It's not about knowing the better way. You, you will only know the better way once you realize what you believe right now and then ask yourself, is this a belief that I want to continue in? Is this serving me? You're, you're, right now, you're just trying to establish what you believe without judging yourself, without shaming yourself, without condemning yourself, without all of that, okay? So let's move on. How would one find their identity in Christ when both are two separate beings and have two different functions? So think about that. How are you going to find your identity in Christ when Christ has his own identity and you have your own identity and you both have two different functions? How, how, how do those two things work together? Ask yourself that question. Now, another question. Are you finding a new identity or a foundation to live out the one he already gave to you? Okay, I'm going to ask that one more time. Are you finding a new identity or a foundation to live out the one he already gave to you. So you got to ask yourself that. How are you building your life? Are you trying to like just build something completely different? Like the castle in the town kind of thing? Or are you really trying to utilize the soil of your own life, the foundation that's already inside of you, you know, and the grace of God? Were you not created for a purpose? What do you believe? Were you created for a purpose or not? What's your purpose? Have you asked God that question? Are you willing to ask him that? So if Christians believe their identity is in Christ, do they believe the one do they uh, do they believe the one God gave them is flawed? Who gave you your identity? We know God has an identity for you, but you have to be able to understand how you are identifying as a person and what's influencing that. Who told you the things you believe about yourself and what you base it and what you base your life upon? Who told you that? You got to get that established. If your identity is in Christ, do you believe that the one God gave you is sinful? Is it flawed? <laughs> right? 
Are you supposed to be Christ or reflect your original purpose when God created you? Right? That's, that's, that was also a very confusing thing for me. Be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. I get it. But sometimes I think that we don't really understand the function he has and the function that we have. You're not responsible to save the world from sin. To be an example. Now, I know I'm walking on I'm walking on a thin layer right here, you guys, but think about that. There was many times in my Christian life where I would withhold certain things from people or not talk about certain things because I didn't want to cause them to sin. Well, how much are we responsible for people maturing or not maturing, right? I thought people were responsible for their own life, right? Like, you guys get what I'm saying? Like, where, where does maturity start to kick into this thing? All right. So here's a few more questions, you guys, and I'm going to get off here. Um, and I hope you guys are going to have some time just to at least reflect on what I'm talking about here. So what is the function of Christ? What is the function of you? How are you two the same? And how are you two different? Are you yoked? Are you equally yoked with Christ? Are you both pulling the cart? Does he do all the work? Do you do all the work? Do you both do the work? What role do you play in the kingdom of heaven? What role does God play? Ask these questions, right? So are you externally or internally referenced? Is your life based upon the outside things that you can see, hear, and read? Circumstances, opinions, performance, right? So when things happen to you, you're like, oh, it's their fault. It's that thing. It's that person, right? Or are you internally referenced where you look inside yourself because you have the grace of God, you got the Holy Spirit, and you're able to get the peace that surpasses knowledge and understanding. You realize you're not in control of everything and everything that happens, but you're in control of how you're going to respond and how you're going to perceive that because you realize that your life is nothing more than the quality of your thoughts that you're having. And if the quality of your thoughts is not quality, by the grace of God, you can change that and you can look at your life from a different perspective because God said he's come to give you life. You'd have it abundantly. Either you believe that or you don't. Get yourself established today. What do you believe about yourself what do you believe about other people and what do you believe about God okay I'm going to leave you guys with uh, scripture really really quick it's in 1 John 4 4 it says you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one than who is in the world have you understood that yet that the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world And, you know, do you, have you learned to live and rely on the love that God has for you? It says God is love. Whoever lives in, lives in love, lives in God and God is in them. And then verse 18, it says there's, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So sit down today, ask yourself how you define yourself. You got to start doing this because once I start giving you the, the process, the framework for building an identity, you know, you, you've got to learn how to make some comparisons so you can see where, uh, your perception is weak 
in the way of, you know, integrating a new perspective into your life, building a more solid foundation. Okay. So do you have fear in your life? Do you have stress? Do you have worry, doubt, shame, condemnation, judgment? Can you at least equate that all to fear and say, Lord, I have fear in my life, but let your perfect love drive out fear. How are you going to open up yourself to more love from God? To learn to live and rely on the love that he has because that's what it says in verse 16 and so we know and rely on the love God has for us are you learning to live and rely on the love on the love God has for you are you surrendering the things that you believe about him that are not true in the context if you were believing the truth of God you'd be experiencing it right you'd be going from glory to glory you would have the fruit of the spirit consistently Okay, you guys, so I'm going to pop off here. I noticed my messenger's going crazy right now. And but it's like 8.03. I got to get off this podcast, y'all. I got to go. It's Monday. I got to go feed my children. We got we got school to do today, you guys. I homeschool my kids. So I'm going to go take care of them and go take care of my chickens. I got I got some chickens I got to go feed. But uh, anyway, you guys, hope this. I hope this was helpful for you today. I hope it gave you some insight as to... Uh, being externally or internally referenced, ask God which one you are and don't be afraid to answer the question. Okay. This, and if you are afraid to answer it, that's exactly why you're never going to change and make the progress you want in life because change in life is all about a perspective. So anyway, you guys, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Tomorrow we are going to start talking about, let me flip the page here, guys. Let me see where we're at. Who are you? How do you define yourself? I'm so excited. This is the part I've been waiting for. This is so good, you guys. I promise. Um, but you got to do the work. Okay, start digging. Break up the unplowed ground. It's time to seek the Lord. You guys, God is always going to tell you to break up the unplowed ground. So do it today. Do it inside your life. Do it inside your heart. Ask God to break it. Help you break it up. Do it without fear, shame, condemnation. If you don't know what those things are, go back to the beginning of the podcast and uh, get some perspective. Don't die for lack of knowledge. Okay, y'all? I love you guys. I want you guys to have life. So anyway, thanks for listening and I will see you guys tomorrow.